I think we should just get this out of the way right at the top of the show, because I'm assuming you're all expecting it. Given the nature of today's episode. <laughs> it's hot out here. It must be right, at least degrees in this shade. I hope you're dancing, everybody. Okay, we'll start the show. You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. That's the song. That's the part I want to hear about that song. Welcome back to That Park Live Podcast, everyone. Uh, I'm Beth, one of your co-hosts, hanging out here with my boy... Greg. Greg. Uh, what's going on, Greg? How is you this week? Greg is good this week. Um, I, I know we're a little late to the party, but as you may know, it was Father's Day over the weekend, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to let this opportunity pass without sharing some dad jokes since oh, it was gosh, Father's Day, which is a surprise because I didn't mention that I was going to do it. So you're just really catching me off guard today. You're just loving it today. Our Pat Chat, now the big app. All right. That's right. For everyone that that won't hear it, we did a reveal on the uh, on the Pat Chat. And that's all I'll say about that. That's your that's That's your Pat Chat tease of the week. We did a reveal. (laughs) Um, but anyway, here are some I'm gonna say instant classic dad chokes for you all since it was just Father's Day weekend. Hey Beth. Hey, Greg. Why is it so cheap to throw a party at the Haunted Mansion? I don't know. Why? Because the ghosts bring all the booze. <laughs> it's only uphill from here. Hey, Beth. Can't wait. Yes, Greg. What happened when Goofy walked into the bar? Mm, I don't know. What? He totally lost the limbo contest. Who? <laughs> I told that one at work and no one laughed, but I'm doing it again. I am doubling down. Uh, Okay. Hey, did you hear that Stitch got arrested? He was laughing too loudly, and that's illegal in Hawaii. They only permit aloha. (laughs) Scandalo. The dance really makes it. The dance is what makes it. Uh, Speaking big... of Hawaii, yes. Jen Drennan, she's just rubbing it all in our faces how amazing it is oh out my there. Gosh. It looks so good. It is. It's beautiful out there. I'm, I'm glad they're having a good time. I'm just kidding. Jim, you know we love you. You're a okay. Marvel fan, right? I am a Marvel Seen fan. Seen some What's Marvel this? movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big couple. fan. One thing I don't understand, I don't get why Marvel doesn't use the Hulk to advertise more. He's basically one big banner. <laughs> Three more. Uh, we, we all oh, know oh Mickey gosh, Mouse. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> What'd you say? We all know Mickey Mouse. Mickey yeah. cannot take Pluto to the pond anymore. Why? The ducks there keep attacking him. That's what he gets for bringing a purebred dog. <laughs> See, because ducks like bread. It's like a thing. They do love bread. Should we feed it to him? Probably, Probably not. Probably not. We've done it for years. Yes, we have. <laughs> but here we are. Hey, Beth. Uh, hey, Greg. What do you call Nemo and Dory wearing bow ties? I don't know what. Sophisticated. <laughs> and I've saved maybe the best, maybe the worst for okay. last. Uh, here we I'll be are. Judge of that. 
your last dad joke for this past Father's Day See weekend. See if I can guess the answer. Pixar is trying something new in an upcoming movie. It's all about constipation. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Well, it hasn't come out yet. Oh my oh, gosh! You, and with that, uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us. Just kidding. Uh, we've got a lovely episode today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be talking about some heat things. If you haven't guessed, yeah. But um, what else do you got on your list here? Well, um, you may have noticed as you started listening to today's yeah. episode, there's a brand new logo. <laughs> Yeah, compliments of our one Christy at Mermaids and Movie Magic. Um, Christy helped me put this logo together. I originally had kind of a different idea for it, but we went in a different direction, and I'm super excited how it turned out. Yeah. And we hope you are too. So we're upgrading some things here. Love the colors. You're, you're I welcome. love it. And one more thing, if you don't mind, everyone, before we hop into our big top, our big topic. Yeah. It's just a little gentle reminder for you all. So I went to Epcot the other day, more on that in a moment. And I just had this nice little moment. I did post this to our to our Instagram via a Instagram Reels. Reel? Reels? And Reels. I was up in what I'm calling classic Epcot at this point, since so many things are changing at Epcot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, past the Imagination Pavilion, near the entrance to the Pixar short film festival thing, you know, that entrance exit area where it has like the dancing water fountains and stuff. So you have the reverse waterfall, the back of it, the little, um, you know, little pods that have the dancing water. And I was the only one up there. This was, I don't know, less than 30 minutes into park open. So, you know, people probably aren't running to rope drop the dancing water fountains, turns out. So I was up there alone and it was just so nice and peaceful and serene and obviously, I took a video of it and posted it. But a friendly reminder to you all that it's okay, if not encouraged, to slow down, try to enjoy some of the sights and sounds. I know it's really easy to get caught up in what's next and, and you kind of jam everything in. You got your lightning lanes, maybe a dining reservation. People are crying or hot and sweaty. But I think it's important. I mean, you know, you should get out of the trip what you want to with your vacation. And for me, I just have to remind myself like, oh, like there's a lot to do and see that isn't a like a high ticket item. It's just as simple as just watching water, water go from one thing to the other. What I'm calling the OG journey of water until yeah. once that Moana thing opens up. I don't know if I've ever told you that that was my earliest uh, memory of Disney hmm. is those those jumping water things. The earliest memory I've had of any Disney trip was wow. that. Okay. Yeah. So I know exactly what you're talking about and I love them. I hope they never The leave. best is when you like you hit one and you mess it up and you're like, oh, <laughs> is another one going to come out? And then it does. And then it That's does, great. yeah. And you're like, how? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> so good. I mentioned that I went to Epcot a few days ago and it was hot. It was it's like freaking hot. It was got very hot here. I Ooh, went, mate. <laughs> I went for park open, right? So I went at, you know, I got there just, just about like, I don't know, 10 to 9 or something. The park opened up at 9. And it was like 9.15. And I'm like, you know what? It's heating up. And the sun wasn't even out. It was pretty cloudy. Mm. It was like good overcast morning, which means, you know, the clouds are our friends. So it does block the sun. It tends to keep it a little bit cooler, but it was still humid. And then by like 10, 15, 10, 30, like, I'm out. <laughs> this, is too, yeah. this is too hot for me. And like I just was 90. standing there thinking, like, I really need to educate myself and maybe even re-educate because I think I've, um, you know, learned some things along the way, but I have forgotten a bunch of stuff. That's how things work, right? So here we are today, 
to talk about ways that we can get through the heat. And maybe I'm a little neurotic. And maybe you already thought that about me, but I didn't want to call this uh, how to beat the heat because I actually think there is no way to beat it. Yeah, I think the heat, that the heat wins. Yeah, the heat every is time. gonna win. That's They're a battle gonna win you're every gonna time. lose. Yeah, you're gonna sleep real good. <laughs> I thought let's focus on minimizing the damage and how yeah. to get through the heat because it's just it's it's an uphill battle and you ain't gonna the win. The only way to get through is to go through. Yes. So, so. Um, we have put together seven tips for getting through the heat and we'll go through these and of course we're going to expand on them as we go and uh, and talk about things so we'll talk about uh ride related tips food related tips and then just general heat stuff that you can actually use in your everyday life as well uh, because of science we did some right. did some light research here but that i mean I, I read the research of others i guess i should say i read how other people did research that's still research. And then came know. up on things. Yeah, right. When you went, none of that think about it, you went, you went to the library as a kid to do research right. for a report, but going and reading is doing the research just because I didn't have a lab yeah. and do these things. Okay. We have the interweb. That's it. Yeah. I did not go to a library for all this. Okay. So um, I'd like to kick us off, if it's okay, with mm-hmm. our first tip of how to get through the heat when you're here in Florida on your Walt Disney World vacation. And to me, this is an important tip and um, it's nothing you can physically do. This is a little bit of mental gymnastics for you. So tip number one, accept the heat. Accept it, everyone. Yes. Let's say it together. It's hot and humid and we're humans. I don't know. I was trying to make something up here. Okay. It's like, I don't know how to say it together. I don't know what you're going to say. So I thought- (laughs) You were like- Yeah, I was like trying (laughs) to- There's nothing. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. We're just accepting it, okay? Yeah. I think it's important to take a moment and set some expectations about your trip and hopefully accepting some of these truths about a summer vacation in Florida will allow you to take yourself off the hook a little bit, remove some frustrations, and I don't know, maybe enjoy your trip. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Chances are you're going to be sweating. You're going to be uncomfortable and probably irritated because of it. You're going to be tired, but it's for a great reason. You're here in Walt Disney World. You've probably been planning and or saving to be here. So like, enjoy yourself. And kind of let, yeah. let the things that we can't control just kind of roll off and focus on the things we can control. Yes. I would say embrace, embrace that sweat. Let Embrest? it happen. <laughs> embrace. <laughs> <laughs> I would say embrace the sweat. Let it happen. This is something really for me. And I don't know if I'm alone on this. But mm-hmm. usually when I start to swim, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I start to panic. I shouldn't be sweating. I don't know why. Like, I don't know why sweat's a trigger for me. So oh, I thought I would too. I would bring it up like your body is trying to cool itself down and an effective yeah. way that your body can cool itself down is with sweat. Sweat is not the enemy. Yeah. It's truly your body's natural reaction to heat. So but sweat makes me sweat. feel like I'm suffocating though. I'm like, oh God, it's here it is. Yes. It's sweating. I'm hot. Now I can't yeah. breathe. What's happening? Yes. So, um, uh, so just accept it. Mm-hmm. If you can get that in your head then you're going to be off to a good start because then yes. the next thing you're going to do is prepare for it. Yep. Um, so that's what these tips are for is let's all talk about how we can prepare for it and how we can get through it. So um, the second tip that we have for you when you're in the parks is to choose the best rides. So we've broken down for each park, like the best rides for the hottest parts of the day, uh, what we think you should do early or late in the day, um, and then some rides that we think you should potentially just like avoid yeah, if they're it's not hot, the one like 
yeah, it's like just you're not going to be really missing out. Like, just don't do it kind of thing. So um, I'll kick us off here with Magic Kingdom. So for the best uh, best rides for the hottest parts of the day, we have Space Mountain. We have, I like that you just put Mermaid. <laughs> under um, the Sea. We have Under the Sea with the Little Mermaid. And these are because, uh, you know, you're, the lines are typically like in an air-conditioned area. So even though you're walking through a line, you're going to get cooled down. Uh, Fill Our Magic obviously is an indoor attraction so that's great carousel of progress is also a sit down so you're gonna that's a good like 20 minutes of cooling down in there once you get inside yeah it is a little nap time but um you can meet mickey in um town square or uh, do pete's silly sideshow that's another one great Um, air conditioning in there yes really good air conditioning there Country Bear Jamboree has really good air conditioning, yeah. so that's another good sit-down one. Um, great show there. And then I I really love Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor because, yes. one, when you're waiting and, like, when you get through the line, you're typically inside, and then, obviously, the show is, like, indoors. Yep. Okay. So those are all good. You might be like, well, that's a lot of, like, shows and stuff, but when it's really hot, you, I mean, you're just trying to get out of the heat. So yep. those are the best for the hottest parts of the day. Um, the things that we think you should do early or late in the day is uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, Jungle Cruise, Dumbo, or Magic Carpets, and then and Big Thunder Mountain, because to me, I feel like Big Thunder Mountain is like the hottest of the hot, but I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So try to get those either early as like as soon as you get in or later in the day. Um, and then the couple that we said we should just avoid um, is the Speedway, because that is just, you're like, it's hot asphalt. Like, it's just hot. Yep. And then I said Buzz Space Rangers because mm. most of that line is outside and it's just freaking hot over there. <laughs> so I don't feel like that line, if it's a long line, it doesn't move fast enough. If it's gotcha. a short line and you can actually get inside, it's fine. Um, But I feel like it's one where if there's a line outside, just mm, skip it. Okay. And I hate to say uh, People Mover is really hot, but it is because it's like all outdoor for the most part. That's a bummer. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, or that could just be another one that's like, hey, try to do that early or late. Ooh, right um, when the sun's going down. Right when the sun Ooh. is going down. Golden hour is a great time yes. to do. It's probably great my favorite time. time to do people mover. So, all right. You want to take Epcot? Hop over to Epcot. Uh, some attractions for the hottest part of the day. The Seas with Nemo and Friends, which is really a twofer, right? You have your attraction up in the front. We just talked about that queue mm-hmm. last week. We gave it a pretty high rating overall. Yeah. Um, one of the main components for that. They have very good air conditioning in that. Great air conditioning. In there. Yeah. I'm usually like, okay, and now I'm freezing because yes. I was sweaty and now I'm like, my shirt is like an icicle. Yeah, my sweat has but crystallized on my forehead. Um, and then, I've, of course, after that, you have the whole Seas Pavilion, basically yeah. aquarium to just hang out. That's a great hangout spot um, for the hottest part of the day. Soren's another great attraction, whether or not you like the queue. Um, based on last week's conversation, you're at least inside the whole time. And even if it's a long line, you're waiting inside. So you're allowing your body to cool down over time. And then you actually get to do something at the end, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mission Space, that queue is on the inside. Living with the land, also in the land pavilion. Let's listen to the land. Listen to the land. Listen to the land. What about? Sorry. Every time now, it's going to happen every time now. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Uh, over in the Mexico Pavilion, the Grand Fiesta Tour. I know some of these attractions we actually haven't talked about in our rating the ride queues, but mm-hmm. they will be talked about. This one in particular we'll talk about next time we do that for Epcot. Turtle Talk with Crush is, uh, of course, a part yeah. of the Seas with Nemo and Friends. And we actually had some friends reach out the other day and said, 
hey, we're going and, you know, we don't have kids. Is it weird for us to go see Turtle Talk with <laughs> yeah. Crush? I'm and like, I said, I no. I said, just try to, like, find a way to sit near the back because I think yeah. the kids sit toward the front. Like, they sit, like, on the ground in the yeah, front. they do. Um, and no one, maybe no one will even know that you don't have kids in the mix, that you are yeah. watching from afar. Plus, they're not creepy people. I think that's the thing. If you are creepy, it will be creepy. But yeah. if you're not, it's not. Um, and it's always funny because kids say whatever's on their mind and you're like, yes, we're going to hear some drama in here. We're going to yes. hear something funny. It's always funny. It's never not hilarious. So yeah. I highly recommend it. And uh, last one on this best for hottest part of the day list is the Beauty and the Beast sing-along in the France Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're trying to wake, uh, make your way around the um, World Showcase, it's like these are some – that's a good stop to make. Like Grand Fiesta a... Tour, Beauty and the Beast sing-along. Yeah. And these are all things, um, for the most part, you're sitting down in. So the reason why I didn't put, like, the Canada show or the Japan show, yes, you're in air conditioning, but those are standing theaters. And to me, that's why it's not best. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not best. So there's a, a, if you're wondering what's going on for some of the other pavilion attractions, in terms of what you can do either early in the day or late in the day, a.k.a. before it's hot or after it's done being hot, uh, uh, Journey to Imagination with Figment, the reason why I put that there is a lot of times that line spills out into the outside. Into the outside and don't get me wrong, yeah. the inside is fine, uh, but it's just you can be sometimes there's like a but usually 30, no one's like running minutes. to do that first thing in the morning, so it's like just go get it done. Yeah, you know. Yep. And uh, test track is another one where I just when I was there at, at Epcot the other day, we were maybe thirty minutes or forty five minutes into the the operation of the day, and the line was sixty minutes and a good mm-hmm. there's a good couple of switchbacks outside. And then, of course, when you're inside, you're good. And yes, there's a little bit of outdoor component to the to the attraction. Mm-hmm. But overall, that's why it's on the early late here is because part of the line you may be outside. Well, and if you like are trying to keep your hair cute, like, <laughs> don't do test track. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're just it's like blowing humid, hot air in your face. So if you're trying to keep your makeup intact and your hair intact. Don't do it. You know me. Uh, we're trying to stay snatched. We talked about this last week uh, with our rating the ride cues, the Frozen Ever After attraction. It's good once you're in there, but unfortunately, there's some line on the outside, so this is a good early or late. And Spaceship Earth. Oh, no, wait. I put I put avoid I, Spaceship Earth. I put it in the early late because I'm like, it's Spaceship Earth. Like, no, go no, early no. so you're not waiting we outside. Because once you're, once no, no, you're no, inside, you're sitting fight. down and it's air conditioned. I'm coming there and I'm punching you in the face about this. Listen, <laughs> I, the reason why I put avoid Spaceship Earth is, first of all, do what you want to do, right? But the reason why right. I would avoid it on a hot day is I swear it's not cold in that attraction. Especially oh, that very so? first room with the woolly mammoth mm-hmm. and there's snow. It's literally not cold. Like of all rooms for it to be cold, why is this the warm yeah. room? I guess so I've I, never noticed that before. I but... don't. I just, that's not my go-to okay. for, for, I mean, I could be wrong. If anyone out there disagrees, feel free to let me know. But I just have never had a good, it's been a long time since I've had a good air conditioning experience yeah. on that attraction. I don't know. I'm a purist. And so I'm going to do it when I'm there. Wow. We're beefing. So we've everyone, we've got say, a beef. I just do it early or do it late. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, now we're going to hop over to Hollywood Studios. Um, so what we have for this one, best for the hottest parts of the day, is Toy Story Mania, because pretty much that whole line is inside. So that's really nice. Um, Smuggler's Run, very long line inside. Um, so it's great. All air conditioning. Muppets, Muppet Vision 3D obviously is great, because even if you're waiting for the attraction, you're inside in mm. air conditioning. Um, I also added the Frozen sing-along to this one. Oh, yeah. Because that's another indoor one. It's really cold in there. I mean, it snows, for God's sake. It's true. Um, Not only is it cold, but it gives you the environment of being cold, which is good for the mental state. Yes. Yes. Um, some rides to do early or late in the day is Mickey Minnie's Runaway, 
runaway railway because a lot of that line is outside mm-hmm. and it's like in straight up heat in like in the sun. So that's a good one to do earlier late. Um, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Alien Swirling Saucers, and Slinky Dog Dash. Like those are all, um, you know, they're outside. So um, I actually, and then for the avoid list, I put Alien Swirling Saucers on that list because every time I've ridden that, it is so hot. Okay. They're, you're outside the whole time. And even though you might be in the shade, it doesn't matter what time like I've done it. I've, it's always hot. Cause it's like, if you're in the morning, I don't know why it's just really humid. Maybe it's fine. Like later, like in the evening when the sun's gone down, but that one to me, I just always think of like sweating it out. Cause at least on slinky dog dash, like you're getting some airflow, like when you're on the ride, Yep. but you're not really getting that on alien swirling saucers. And then I said Indiana Jones because it's another one that's like, it never really cools down. Like the seats are hot. Everything is hot because it's all outside. There's yeah, fire then, like in the show, so oh, that makes it even hotter. No. Yeah, that's the last thing I want when I'm sweating it out is like some big fireball to come at me. So, <laughs> and then in that case, the uh, Beauty and the Beast live on stage. That's a no go. Another yeah, out- that's the true. It's another covered, one, yeah. but it's an, another outdoor theater. Yeah. The seats aren't that comfortable. No, they're not. I would say because it's bleacher a, seats. Yeah, that's a that's a no go on a hot day. By the way, yeah. if you love it, go do it. We're not telling you yeah. not to do it. Just if you're if the if the heat here is kind of taking over your decisions i would avoid yeah i mean and we're like phantasmic obviously that's all outdoor you're gonna sweat it out but it's like by that time the sun's sun's going down (laughs) at least the sun's down so our last park is animal kingdom and beth what would you say your overall tip for animal kingdom is (laughs) my overall tip for animal kingdom when it's hot is just don't go there (laughs) it is the hottest park doug and i are always like oh freaking animal kingdom it's so hot um it, it's because like and it's that way kind of for a reason it's because of all the like plants and stuff like it's the atmosphere over there um it's just hot they, it's very humid over there even when it's the cooler months it's always hot it's it always is. humid it's just mm. very humid over there so that's the overall advice but if you are going to animal kingdom <laughs> on your trip and you want to try to make the most of it during the heat for the um for the hottest part of the day, this is kind of a short list. For the hottest parts mm-hmm. of the day, it's tough to be a bug inside the tree of life and the dinosaur attraction. At least those yeah. are all completely. I didn't include the Navi River Journey or Flight of Passage in here. You might be able to kind of figure out why, even though you know there's a large part portion of it that's in. Actually, no, Navi River Journey uh, attraction key was mostly outdoors. It's, it's mostly covered. outside. Yeah, you only but really go in toward passage. the loading. Flight of Passage like, does have a good bit inside, but okay. there is a, a lot outside. Yes. So in that case, then I would put the Flight of Passage in the early or late part of the day. So yeah. it, with that, I would also include the Safari. That's a that's a rough attraction to do in the hottest part of the day because yes. the, the entire thing is outside, right? Also, You're literally feed- walking uh, basically on a trail, covered yeah. trail, around the middle of Animal Kingdom, and it's hot. It's You're talking hot. about Gorilla Falls or the Safari? The safari. And then um, yeah. with that, really, same thing. Any of the exhibits that are there, like the, the Gorilla Falls trails, any of the trails, I would say early and late. Um, one, because sometimes the animals are more active because just like us, they get overheated and they need to relax and rest as well. Um, Expedition Everest, I also included on the early or late because of the outdoor parts of the queue. There's a little bit of it, of indoor queue, but it's not really a lot. No. And um, you're kind of in the sun for for parts of that. And then obviously when it's a roller coaster, it's outside. So it's not like you're doing all that to go inside for the attraction. Yeah. You're doing all that just to remain outside. I don't necessarily have anything to avoid. 
I just mean, the whole you, park. I mean, yeah, well, you know. Well, I it's mean, just the list is small because there are not a lot of places to hide from the heat at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's just the reality of it. That's just how the park is, you know? Like, I mean, there are only so many things. I mean, I guess we forgot about Nemo. Like, Nemo's I a good one. I didn't forget. This is my, this is okay. kind of my quandary here. So, uh, for Nemo, for the Finding Nemo musical, The Big Blue and Beyond, I think is what it's called now. And uh, the Festival of the Lion King, I remember there was a summer day. I think it was either it was June or something when we were there or July. I don't remember. And we waited online. And at the time, we had a fast pass. So it wasn't even like we were waiting on the regular queue for Festival of the Lion King. I have never been hotter in my life. Ugh, I don't know yeah. what it is. And yeah. they have the fans, which did, to be honest, did nothing. Just blow the hot my own hot air back into me. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I just, for whatever reason, it's just I have this thing in my head where that's like the hottest. So although the show is in the inside, I think of the two, the Nemo musical is a cooler, more air, better air conditioned show based on like the building that it is. they have a lot more uh, shade over there in the waiting area yes. for Nemo. The problem with uh, Festival of the Lion King is like, they don't really have like a full roof. It's like that slatted like pergola type kind of roof to it, yep. uh, the waiting area. So um, our tip there is like we always try to go to like the first showing if we can get in there mm-hmm. because it's like just go get that done. Go to the first showing if you can so you can get out of that area because it yep. gets real hot. Real hot. Real fast. Um, yeah. All right. All right. So that was yeah. it for that tip. Our yeah. third tip is leave the parks. Mm. So the parks are not built for relaxing. They're meant for adventure, exploring, go, go, go. But the resorts, on the other hand, are built for relaxing, whether it's your own resort that maybe you're staying at or a nearby one or or a nearby one. Just try visiting there in the middle of the day. This is something we did as kids. Either we'd go back to our resort, you know, we would go to the park for open, leave around 12 or 1 o'clock-ish, go back to the resort, go to the pool, kind of take a nap, and then head back out in the five o'clock hour for dinner and then stay to the park, you know, till like 11 or whatever closed yeah. to allow for rest. But also because we were avoiding the hottest part of the day, we can either stay inside or at least go by the pool and stuff. Yeah. And um, there's some ways to do that, even if you don't have your own transportation. I think the average guest doesn't have a car with them. Most most guests don't. They've either taken an Uber from the airport or mm-hmm. some type of shuttle. Um, and that's it. So, uh, something to keep in mind is there are ways to get to some other resorts. If you want to go resort hopping, if you're in magic kingdom, obviously you can take the monorail to those three resorts that are on that track. Mm -hmm. Disney's contemporary resort, Disney's Polynesian village resort and Disney's grand Floridian resort are all right there on the monorail. I'm not necessarily suggesting that you go there and try to get to the pool because you'd have to like, I don't know, bring a bathing suit, but the very least just go in in. the lobby. There's some bar, like you could go to the bar at, um, Ohana, like anybody can go in there. So, and the reason why those resorts are on the top of the list here is that they all have the type of lobbies or common spaces that are meant to be sat in. Mm-hmm. So maybe not so much the the main lobby of the contemporary, like on the first floor, there are some like chairs and stuff, but don't forget to go up to the fourth floor where all the action is. You can do some shopping. The BVG gift shop in there is always like our go-to gift shop. Mm-hmm. I swear they have things there that they have in the Emporium. You can get them without having to go into Magic Kingdom. But anyway, um, just take a, a look around at those. And that's just from, from Magic Kingdom. Soak up a vibe, get a nice cold beverage. Yeah. Do what you can do. Um, for Epcot, you can walk to the beach club. You'll be in the AC quicker at the beach club than if you walk to the boardwalk. Um, but beach club is a great, that's a great little destination right there to stop and relax. Take some, take in some vibes. People watch. Um, I think they have some quick service food over there too. Like if you just want to get a drink or 
whatever. I mean, you could also like walk outside to the pool bar and get something and go back inside. So, I mean, you can do that pretty much at any resort, Mm -hmm. Um, but that's a good one. And then I I was going to say too, like the whole, just like going back to your resort, if you're staying on resort, Doug and I were like, we've kind of been not those people for the longest time. Um, Like I've always been go, 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 go. Like we're only here for like a certain amount of days. We have to be going nonstop. But this past trip, um, I mentioned that we like actually did take breaks and it was really nice. Like <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm kind of on board with this now. So when we come back, cause I think you just have to get in your head. Like you can't do all the things like Mm-mm. you just can't get it all done. You'll stress yourself out trying to do that. So I do highly recommend like just going back, even if it's for like an hour or an hour and a half, it's well worth it just to take a break, cool down and, you know, gain your energy back for the rest of the evening. Yeah. Over there in, uh, in the, in the uh, beach club, by the way. You gotta check out one of your boys' favorite hangout places, mm-hmm. the Breezeway. The Breezeway over there. That's in the the Disney Vacation Club side of the resort. But before you get there, you can stop in the Solarium. There's some seats to to sit in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a, a, a lot of options there. If you're at Hollywood Studios and you're okay with the Skyliner, so everyone in your traveling party is okay with heights, uh, take the Skyliner over to Riviera. You can also take it to Caribbean Beach. But the difference there is that you have to walk a little bit to get to their main lobby. But at Riviera, it takes you much closer. You can be in the building right there. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's a beautiful resort. There's just a lot of things to do. You know, we haven't gotten to Riviera yet in our resort rundowns. We're almost there. Yeah. Um, upcoming is the other half of Wilderness Lodge we haven't talked about. And then I think after that is Riviera. And then we're like at the end of our list, by the way, Doing which is kind of nuts. nuts. Makes sense that we've been doing this for years now. But anyway, mm-hmm. so you can Skyliner over to Riviera. Yep. And then last but not least, uh, if you're in Animal Kingdom, you can hop on a bus real quick over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and check out some stuff there. Um, You know, I mean, you can even chill for a little bit in the lobby, walk outside, see some animals, walk back inside, cool off. Like, I mean, there's just, that's a nice um, little area. It's a destination in and of itself. Yeah, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So it's a good way to beat the heat over there. And of course, you can take a bus from any park to any resort, yeah. really. Yeah. But I was just trying to think of ways to do it quickly. So in Animal Kingdom, just take yeah. the bus to the lodge because it's a very short bus ride. You're not gone from the park for a long time. Um, and if you're in the back of the park at Epcot, you can easily get to the to the to the beach club. But to get to the buses, you have to walk to the front. So it just depends on kind of where you are. Yeah. So that's our third tip of leaving the parks. Yeah. All right. Tip number four. Uh, Greg did some good research here and these are some really good tips. So, uh, eat and drink the right foods. So this is something that you may not think about. You're on like vacation. It's like, let me eat and drink whatever I want. But there are, there is some science to the things that will make you hotter. They will make you more hot and more sweaty. Um, so what you consume during the day, it does have an impact on your body, um, your body's temperature. And so we're going to look at some foods that are good to eat during like the hot weather. And then we're going to look at some things that are not so great to eat. And you may not love this, but sorry, we're just here to give you the facts, people. We're here to um, bring reality and shove it right in your face right. here, whether you like it or not. So let's start with foods that are good to eat. So, uh, certain fruits and vegetables are good to eat. Strawberries are 92% water, uh, blueberries, watermelon, pineapple, oranges, pears, grapes, and apples are also mostly water. So those are uh, good fruits to eat. Um, I would probably argue maybe pineapple's not the best um, for another thing that we're going to talk about later, but fruit's better than, you know, like straight sugar, you know, any day. So this means that if they're mostly water, they're going to help keep you hydrated. Uh, For veggies, carrots are great. They're 80% water. Um, Some kids meals around property at the quick service dining locations, they serve grapes, they serve carrots, they have um, oranges as a side. 
So, you know, don't skip out on those. Those could actually be helpful for you, especially if your kids are hot. It's like give them some fruit, um, mm -hmm. help to get them hydrated. And a reminder, if you're bringing some food into the park, you're allowed to do that. Um, Disney has updated the policy on coolers in the last couple of years, and you're not able to bring in ice cubes in the coolers. They have to be the reusable ice packs. Mm. So if you do, if you are the type that brings in coolers, just know that. So yes, you can get ice out of the vending machine, or the ice machines in your hotel, but you can't bring them into the park. Yeah. So every uh, resort room on Disney property does have a beverage cooler, as it is officially called, and not a refrigerator. But you can keep the ice packs in there. They might not be frozen, but they'll be cold, yeah. which is nice. So uh, fruits and veggies. Uh, next good thing we'll talk about is hot soup. You heard hot soup <laughs> on a like, hot what? day. Greg, you must be losing your mind. Well, there's a little science and magic going on here. Sometimes I like to think that the line is blurred between science and magic. If mm. I don't understand the science, then it is magic. So the magic going on here, uh, when we eat hot foods, our nervous systems sense the rising internal temperature and they trigger specific sweat glands to release sweat. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this segment, sweating is a natural and effective way of cooling down more than consuming something cold, which we'll talk about coming up. Chili has the same effect as soup, which means you can head over to Pecos Bill, see if they're serving chili for the day. Um, is Cosmic Ray still serving chili? They were doing that for a long time. I don't know if that's mm. still on the menu there. I got to look. Yeah. Um, by the way, there are around 3 million sweat glands in the human body. So Nuts. let them do their thing. Yeah. Eating a hot food is going to make your body want to cool itself down. Yeah. Okay. And then this is kind of in junction with that is eating spicy food. So similar to eating soup, your body's natural reaction to spicy food is to cool itself down. That's why, like, sometimes you might, you know, when you're eating spice, something spicy, you start sweating, mm -hmm. um, especially at the top of your head, your ears, your face, your neck. So this is just extra sweat. It's known as the gustatory. Is that how you say that? What a great word. Gustator gustatory. I think it's gustatory. Gustatory sweat. Um, and it's also another effective way of cooling down your body. So spicy foods, hot foods, they're actually good for you. Uh, another fun fact, before we get into some foods you might want to avoid, you may want to consider snacking throughout the day. Large meals tend to make us feel overheated, which makes sense because the body has kicked itself into high gear to process that big old pile of food it was just given. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you feed it smaller amounts of food more frequently, it doesn't have to work hard. It's kind of like your car being in a cruise control versus jamming on the brakes and, and jamming on the gas and going back and forth. Um, this just allows it to just cruise its way through digestion. That's a good one. All right. Now let's talk about the bad. The good, bad, the ugly. <clears throat> a womp womp. So the first thing on the bad list is ice cream. Sadly, although you may feel cooled down as you eat ice cream, uh, the feeling is very short-lived. And once your body perceives that rapid cooling down, it overcompensates and then raises your core temperature. So by the time you're like down with your Sunday, your body is like now in full overdrive. And we're going to talk about high sugar foods, but ice cream, obviously, there's a lot of sugar in that. Mm -hmm. And so there's a reason for that. Um, yeah. So tell us why, Greg. Well, before that, I just like this is a mind blowing thing to me, right? I when I was reading this article about why you should eat hot soup, which by the way, you'll never catch me doing. It's not because no. I'm, I'm disregarding this. I just don't like soup. I've never liked soup. Oh, I don't I like, like hot soup or hot beverages. Okay. I don't know what it is. But anyway, um, when I was reading this, I was like, what the idea that when you eat cold food, which feels really good in the moment, because your body like is 
quickly cooling down, it thinks something is wrong. So it raises your internal temperature. Now, not all bodies are created equal. Maybe you are built differently. Maybe it doesn't affect you. Then go on and eat your ice cream. I'm going to hate you, but go ahead and eat your ice cream. Mm -hmm. Um, Just an interesting fact about how our bodies interpret and how they handle hot versus cold food. It's kind of of wild to me. So high sugar foods, bit of a bummer. And um, I, I recognize this. I think it's important to um, kind of remind ourselves of tip number one in this whole process, which is to accept the heat. And we mm-hmm. also have to accept some other inalienable truths, uh, death, taxes, and sugar is not always great for you, despite um, your body's pretty much dependence and full craving of it since you were first fed uh, sugar probably as a kid. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, it's a, a bit of a bummer. But the real truth here is that your body requires more work to digest and process foods that are high in sugar. And that difficulty in digestion is a heat-generating activity. In other words, your body is trying to figure out what to do with all that sugar, and it just basically goes into overdrive and is producing heat internally, which is not a fun time. Yeah. And then why don't you go ahead and talk about high-protein foods, too, because it's kind of Yeah, and this is also that. a bummer. I'm just hitting, yeah. we're doing back-to-back bummers, everybody. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, like my, my, my diet has changed as I probably have mentioned, maybe to the point where you're tired of hearing about it, everybody, but, um, I, I really don't eat high sugar foods, but I eat a lot of high protein foods because that's what we're focusing on. And, uh, fun fact here, meats have a kind of similar situation. Well, to Mike, sugar. Have, you ever, have you ever heard of the meat sweats? The meat like, sweats that's is a thing. real. The meat yes. sweats. If you're going to eat meat, at least make sure it's um, maybe as the least processed as possible so that your body has some type of fighting chance. Yeah. But high-protein high foods um, have that same similar effect as sugar. In other words, it, it takes a little extra for your body to break it down. One way you can help mitigate your body's disarray is to eat meats with a citrus marinade. Something about the citrus mm-hmm. ingredients uh, work again. This is the science slash magic of it all. Slash magic of it all. Um, the citrus marinades on top of a protein help break down the proteins to make them more digestible by your body. So yeah. there's a fun fact. We're in Florida. Oranges are everywhere. It's like it's the citrus nation here. Well, if most people possible, think they like citrus. Citrus, like all citrus or whatever, is very um, acidic. Yeah. But it's like a lot of those things, like um, like apple cider vinegar. It's like well, it can be acidic, but once it actually enters your body it becomes like alkaline like it helps your body to be more alkaline so yep citrus is it's the good stuff um the next thing on the list is alcohol so i think i feel like this is kind of like everybody kind of knows this um Mm. alcohol dehydrates you so um it's also a diuretic which means like more trips to the bathroom and more loss of fluids um so it's like you need to be drinking more water if you're going to be drinking alcohol and then a lot of alcohol is just straight sugar so that's kind of another like added thing. So if you want to get crunk around the world showcase, be sure to drink a cup of water like in between for every alcoholic drink that you have. Um, I told Greg, I was like, I don't understand how people do the drinking around the world. I don't know. And like live. I'm like, even if you're there all day and these people, they'll, they'll have like 10 drinks. And I'm like, I would be dead. <laughs> like, I don't know how these people do it. Um, caffeine is a lot like alcohol. So that's kind of another one. Uh, it's also a diuretic. So you want to be careful there. I mean, I know everyone likes to get in and they like to have coffee and stuff, but all of those it's diuretic. It helps your body to get rid of fluids. Um, so you really have to remember that you got to replenish those fluids. Um, and you know, again, most of the coffee drinks that people are buying are sugar, sugary coffee drinks. Um, and then this one actually, this last one actually, um, surprised me, the electrolyte enhancers. So you have to pay attention to the sugar in those as well. 
Yeah, so I um in our in our Amazon link that we talk about, which we have to say, those are our affiliate links, legally mm-hmm. obligated to say. Um, but on our list of things that we we bring to the park, I did include two different types of electrolyte enhancers that like you know those little powders you can put into your water mm-hmm. and the brand drip drop that i had used for so long i never looked at the sugar content for it and mm-hmm. again my my food journey is pretty specific where i'm trying to eliminate refined sugar actually well, eliminated refined sugar so i don't use yeah. the drip drop anymore i use a brand called nectar which um has different sweeteners in it and um and before you come at me there are natural sweeteners they're not chemicals i just feel like yeah. Sometimes you say to people, well, those, those, the artificial ones are worse. It's not artificial. Yeah. How dare you accuse me? Anyway, so um, the two products are there in the Amazon store. If you want to check out to see what I actually bring with me, if sugar is not an issue for you, this is not enough sugar for you to have that type of body reaction we've been talking about. Yeah. Some of them are pretty bad with sugar. But yeah. the reason I bring this up is that Drip Drop brand, I always felt like I was getting away with something because if it felt like I was eating candy, but I wasn't. There just mm. was a little sugar in there. Yeah. And those drip drops were things that I was drinking in the heat of the pandemic. So we're talking yeah. when the parks reopened in July of 2020, that day, the day that it opened for cast preview, July 7th, 2020, we went in loaded with packets of drip drop and they saved our lives for sure. It, they really kept us um, hydrated. Yeah. And again, they're not a sponsor. I just, I just found success with them. And yeah. since then I've switched to a different brand just because I wanted to take that sugar out of the equation. Yeah. But don't forget about those. They're not, I don't consider them expensive. And to me, it's worth it to me to feel hydrated, yeah. to feel better about myself. And um, I, mean, I would are, just recommend. There are some like good that. electrolyte enhancers yeah. out there. Um, and we're not saying like no sugar. A lot of yes. those electrolyte enhancers are basically made for like when you're doing athletic mm-hmm. um, activity because it's to replenish the electrolytes. Obviously, you replenish like uh, minerals and stuff in your system. So we're not saying like don't have any sugar. It's like you need sugar. You're gonna have to have some kind of sugar. Yep. Uh, but we're just talking about like the overload Excess, of sugar yep. that most people. I mean, we live in America. It's just how oh, it is. Man, um, the, the, that those drip drops. They're just, yeah. They're, I would but it's look like forward also. I mean, water. if you like coconut water, like coconut water is really hydrating. So like yeah. those are other things that just think about. You can mix with some other things if you don't really like the taste. But they can be very hydrating. Um, aloe vera juice, like that's another thing, very hydrating. You know, because some people, um, if you've like, I don't know if you've seen people that make like adrenal cocktails, some of those are supposed to like be helpful for just um, like replenishing those minerals in your system because you're sweating it out like you're sweating all the all that stuff out. So anyways. All right. Our next tip, wear the right clothes. Yes. You want to select. You want to wear clothes. First of all, step one, wear the clothes. Step two, wear the right clothes. Light colors are great. And the material that your clothes are are very important. Cotton is a good lightweight fabric. It absorbs sweat, which you might think is a bad thing because it's like, oh, I don't want to have like a shirt that's weighed down with my sweat. I can mm-hmm. People can see it in my pits or whatever, my back. But the thing about a material that absorbs the sweat is that allows that sweat to then come off like your Goodbye. skin basically, right? Whereas some other fabrics don't. They don't absorb the heat. They basically trap the heat in your body and your body stays warm. So there's a little bit of give and take here with cotton versus not. Um, linen and jersey materials are also good like cotton. They're light. They absorb on the naughty list of materials, nylon, polyester, or other synthetic Pretty much bra- uh, blends. all the things that those princess dresses are made of. I, whenever Pretty I much. see those girls come out of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, I'm like, oh, that poor child. She's probably She is going to sweat it out in that sweat dress. Sweat it out. And uh, this is important for your shirts, 
your pants, and your undies. Don't forget about all layers of your clothes, right? That's right. They all have that same effect. You don't want to trap the heat. You want the heat to get out. And if you have to bring just maybe if you need to pack an extra shirt or, I don't know, undies with you to the park. Pack it all. I would say don't be ashamed. Bring it. Change in the bathroom. Do what you need to do. Get through your day. Uh, Form-fitting clothes are likely to make you feel warmer, you know, so instead maybe offer something that's a little bit more loose, more breezy. Um, you know, I like to wear something where I can like stick my portable fan under my shirt and cool it down. It's great. But if you're wearing something skin tight, you know, you're not, you can't really do that as much. So, um, form fitting clothes likely to make you feel a little bit more hot. Yeah. So I'm going to leave my spandex at home, everybody. I I won't be traveling to Epcot in my yoga pants. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you all. And you can't wear your Speedo Bane suit. So, you know, you got to put something on top of it. No, no one uh, is going to get that show for free. Although there are a lot of girls walking around that might as well be wearing a Speedo bathing suit, you know, but not my kid. Um, Anyways, hats are also great for shielding your head from the evil rays of the sun. (laughs) Um, A sun hat is the best option. One with like a large brim that goes all the way around. Those are great. Just, I mean, obviously keeping the sun off of you in in any way you can. Um, And my pro tip here with hats, because, you know, I, I wear a hat pretty frequently, Mm-hmm. don't need to get any scalp burning here, is I try to take my hat off every single time I'm in the shade. So mm-hmm. whether I'm on an attraction queue and I can see a spot of shade, I'm always taking it off. I'm trying to let my head breathe. Same thing when I walk into a gift shop, a restaurant, anything. I should take yeah. my hat off, especially in a nice breezy restaurant with some good AC, which we're about to talk about next. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just allows my, my head to, to breathe a little bit, let that heat escape because it's important just like with everything else you're covering and it's going to get warmer so pro tip there take your hat off whenever you can yep um and then the last one i have here and you kind of already mentioned it's just like bring a change of clothes like if you get too sweaty change into your dry clothes that will help you cool off um change your socks especially because you know if you have like really sweaty feet you want to avoid blister getting blisters so um don't be afraid to bring like some extra clothes to change into there's nothing like there's not a better feeling when you've like cooled down from being hot and sweaty mm. and you change into like dry clothes yep sometimes you just need another like another outfit to soak up some sweat so if you can't cool it down um okay our next tip number six is to pop into stores and buildings with good ac and there's a ton of them around property at disney world um so we can kind of go around to each park here and let you know the best places not all gift shops are created equal so we're going to run down some of the um the best shops and bigger buildings that have really good ac uh, you want to kick us off with Magic Kingdom? Yes. The all-time, hands-down, undisputed heavyweight champion of good air conditioning are the vents in the Main Street Cinema. So when you walk in, for a while recently, it was the vault area for the 50th. But in that kind of circular room, if you look up, there are vents in the ceiling, and they are blasting mm. cold air down on you. And it is wonderful. I go over there, take my hat off. And what little hair is up there? I'm having a Beyonce moment in the wind. It's great. Uh, so Main Street Cinema, A+, plus, the best. Mm. The Tomorrowland Launch Depot, which is a new gift shop over in Tomorrowland. Big Top Souvenirs is a good one, too. And on the not recommended list are smaller shops like the Merchant of Venice, Venus, Frontierland, uh, Frontier Trading Post. In other words, those stores where um, like the exit and the entrance doors are like mm-hmm. creating a breeze in there. The building's not big enough to also have any good AC. So the smaller the shop, like the little um, Memento Mori, same kind of thing. It's not bad, but these are not A plus air conditioning gift yeah. shops. 
Um, over, if we hop over to Epcot, some of the best are creations. So like the creations, uh, shop, right? Creation shop. Mm -hmm. And then even the, where you get the food, why can't I think of it? Creation eatery? Connections. Connections eatery. eatery. (laughs) I don't know why I want to say creations. Connections eatery. Really good AC in those places. The Seas Pavilion obviously, um, is great. We talked about that earlier. A lot of good AC in there. I think they have to keep it cooler, obviously with like they have all those tanks and stuff in there. They can't be having mm. like hot, you know, hot tanks. Um, the American Pavilion is great. The Regal Eagle is a good one. They've got really good AC in there because they have high ceilings. Um, just don't go to like, you know, not during the busy times. You can e- easily just grab a table and rest in there. Um, not recommended is the Land Pavilion. Why do you not recommend the Land Pavilion, Greg? I, uh, outside of the queue for Soren, and don't get me wrong, it's not bad. I just like in the middle, like food court area of that. I just, I don't feel that's as yeah. strong uh, air conditioning as even like the Odyssey building is um, across, across the way there. I just haven't, I haven't found, maybe it's because there's a lot of light, natural light coming in from up above or something. I don't yeah. know, but I just don't find it to be particularly effective air conditioning. Yeah. Um, over in Hollywood studios to me, all the, all the gift shops there on Hollywood and sunset. So Hollywood Boulevard and sunset Boulevard, I haven't found a bad air yeah. conditioning uh, store in there, which is great. Buildings. However, over in Galaxy's Edge, uh, the the that kind of marketplace area over there where the Black Spire Outfitters is, is that's a no-go. Covered mm-hmm. in the shade, but they're not really indoors. Right. Same thing with Tatooine Traders at the end of Star, of, uh, Star Tours. Of course, there are, um, that's, you know, the, the door out of that building is, isn't really a door. It's just like a big, it's a big open. missing wall, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not bad. But it's not great. Not the best. Well, then, there's really not a place for you to like stand and kind of cool off in there. There isn't, no. And honestly, like the air conditioning at some of their quick services are just okay. Like backlot is not bad. Don't get me wrong. These are not bad. It's just, it's like yeah. medium, right? And then the commissary, I haven't, I don't know if I have an opinion either way on that. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to choose your um, locations carefully. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then if we hop over to Animal Kingdom, uh, the two main shops on Discovery Island are good. So those are like some of the places that actually do have a uh, really good AC in there. And then also Chester and Chester and Hester's and Dino land. Um, they've got some, some good premium AC in there too. They blast it over there. Oof. So even though there's not a lot of places um, in animal kingdom, you really got to find those spots and like, kind of just like look around real slowly. Cause you're trying to cool down, but you really don't want to buy anything, you know? Yep. Exactly. You do your best. You do your best. And in Chester and Hester, just like we talked about a, f- a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. there's so many Chester. weird and random things to look at while oh, you're yeah. just Chester soaking Chester. in the AC. All right. Our last tip, our seventh tip and how to get through the heat is to pack helpful tools. Bring stuff with you. Be I swear prepared. By my, <laughs> I swear by my portable rechargeable fan that yep. is also listed in the things in our park must-haves and our uh, Amazon storefront link there. I've um, also again, heard really good things about the neck fans. A lot of people love those neck fans. Yes. We, my sister used one while she was here and she like, it's the kind that sits on your neck and it's got mm-hmm. the two, at least the one she had had two fans that, you know, one on each side. Yeah. So each, each of your two face cheeks can be hit with the air. Yeah. Um, at the same time, simultaneous dual zone air conditioning right there on your neck. Um, so those, those rechargeable fans I think are, are great. Yeah. I also recommend um, uh, like sweat towel or a cooling towel. So mm. sweat towels, I mean, you don't even need to pack one. You can just take one like a washcloth from the hotel room just to like dab yourself off and try to keep, you know, try to keep some of your clothes dry. Yep. Um, if you don't have enough room like in your bag, you, you can just always, or if you don't have enough room in the room, you can always ask for more. 
Um, so you can bring a sweat towel, but the cooling towels to me is where it's at. So you get okay. them, get them a little wet. Um, these are great to use with the portable fan. And I feel like I saw a mouselet too doing this and I was like, yes, that's what I do. So what I do is I get the towel wet, you know, make sure you wring it out pretty good. I put it over the top of my head and then I like kind of hold the fan where the fans like blowing my face and the cooling oh. towel. I mean, it like, it really does cool you down. Like I just, it's, I look like stupid, but I'm like, I don't care because I'm so hot at that point. <laughs> You kind of just like hold the towel together and like put the fan up on your face and it feels amazing. I was going to um, say, not only are you getting cooled down, but you're serving quite a look. Exactly. With this whole apparatus. So if you really don't care what you look like, let me tell you, this is the pro tip. Put the towel over the top of your head, do the fan at the same time. And it's like, it, it's like a little uh, air conditioner. So hey, I highly works, recommend those. It works. The, the cooling towels are great. Um, so I highly recommend those too. You'll want to pack a refillable water bottle. There are more and more refilling stations around the parks and resorts. Often they're near a restroom is an easy way to kind of figure out. Um, but they're important. the important thing to mention here is the refillable stations are the, ty- are the, ki- are the kind where you, they sense your bottle there. Mm-hmm. In other words, I don't fill up for months where you can drink out of them yeah. because kids literally like stick their mouth put their whole it. mouths over them. Where this is just a spout so you can't drink out of it. It's meant to just fill up the next thing is sunblock you want to do sunblock that's light that's not thick and oily but still effective um unfortunately here i feel like a lot of uh non-chemical sunscreens are thick so um there are some that aren't that bad it just depends you know what you guys what you like some people don't have a preference they don't care like i have some banana boat that i use um that's like really light but um i would say a spray is good is probably best here like, cause you're not having to really like slather yourself with it. Yep. Um, and I feel like they're just easier to apply. So I don't know. Like it really just depends on what your preferences of sunscreen. There's just not a lot of like natural sunscreens out there that are not, um, like thick and oily, but okay. sometimes you can find some good ones. You just got to look for them. My next item that I'll pack with me is my anti monkey butt, which is the brand <laughs> For like, uh, you know, an anti-chafing uh, yeah. thing, a thing you can apply. Yeah. I forgot the name of the one, the one you use. It's like, it's not Body Glide. What is it? Well, Body Glide is one. Oh, yeah. it is? Okay. Body, yeah, Body Glide is one. There's another one that we, um, Target carries, but I can't remember what the name of it is. There's a bunch of different brands of them now because Body Glide used to be like the only thing. Mm. Um, and now people have like caught on to, uh, um, but not, what was the, what is the brand I'm thinking of? It's yellow. Uh, Gold Astro Bond. Glide. Gold gold bond <laughs> um gold bond that has one too they have a stick okay. form now that you can find but um any Perfect. of those like anti-chub rub you know you don't want to you don't want to get the the heat rash it's the, not and the chafing. and uh, one last uh, uh tip here and i'm calling this a pro tip so mm-hmm. obviously you're carrying all these things we're talking about in your bag so pay attention to your bag chances are you're going to be wearing it all day long maybe it's a backpack maybe it's a drawstring but this is something i tried to pay attention to recently when you wear a bag and it rests on your back, you're trapping heat in the small of your back, mm-hmm. right? Which is already a, a hot area, and you're probably creating extra back sweat, and now you're you're kind of jamming your shirt into it, so now you're getting the sweat stains and stuff. So I try to remember to let my, my back breathe a little bit by switching where I keep my bag. I'll like to put it on my right shoulder for a little bit, and like just a little bit of air. This, I know this might sound silly, but just follow me down this road here for a moment, everybody. Putting the straps on my right shoulder for a little bit kind of allows air on the left side, and then I'll switch it. Sometimes I'll just hold it, Hmm. to allow some some room to breathe and for sure when i walk inside a building i'll usually would take just like with my hat take my bag yeah. and my hat off just for a second I'll let everything like breathe do the thing where i like fan out my shirt 
You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So just these are really small things, but when you do all these things, they, they really do add up throughout the day. Yeah. That was a lot. We had some good tips there. Yeah. So accept the heat, choose the best rides, leave the parks, eat and drink the right food, wear the right clothes, pop into stores and buildings with good AC, and pack helpful tools. Um, all right, we do have a couple news nuggets. So Disney announced a lot of their uh, holiday uh, offerings for the year coming up. We've already talked a little bit about um, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, but now we're going to talk about some Christmas things. Um, so in addition to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which Greg's going to talk about, they are also doing a Jollywood Nights. So this is going to be a new ticketed event at... Hollywood Studios. I'm going to read from this article here that they posted on the Disney Parks blog. They say, it's a holiday vibe like you've never felt before. Sights of sparkling decor, sounds of modern beats over classic holiday songs, tastes of craft cocktails, and decadent dishes. It's a nostalgic and it's glitz and glam galore. It's Disney's Jollywood Nights, a new separately ticketed event from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. on 10 select nights, November 11th through December 20th, 2023. Get ready to dress in your holiday glam best or festive flair. Dance the night away to merry mashups, indulge in divine treats and bubbling spirits, and snap selfies with iconic characters during this new festive event. This is my favorite um, line of this article. For an extra dose of cheer, the party wraps up with the return of the nighttime spectacular Jingle Bell Jingle Bam! You'll be fa-la-la-la-la-la land before you can say Tinseltown. <laughs> Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la land. Um... Yeah, so they are doing an extra ticketed event. Uh, they are going to have Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. There's some um, fun stuff that they're going to be doing for this. They say that you'll be welcomed in by a DJ spinning a mix of holiday tunes. Um, Commissary Lane comes to life with a lively Latin street fair. Oh. Um, the stars of the show that people are excited about is Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. They are going to be the special guests at the Theater of the Stars, along with friends for that. Um, yeah, they're going to be doing like a sing-along show. So they're going to be, I just think that'll be so fun. Some people, people are really excited about that one. Um, yeah. So it's going to be, you know, just your after hours event. There's going to be some special treats. There's going to be, um, you know, special holiday things. The Jingle Bell Jingle Jam thing obviously is going to be happening. Um, unique photo opportunities, all of that stuff. You'll get to ride rides. So there will be rides that are going to be available. And then uh, this is just listed down there they said guests of select walt disney world resort hotels walt disney world swan and dolphin hotels shades of green um you can buy your tickets starting june 29th for this and then everybody is available to purchase tickets july 6th if you're wondering what this is going to cost you ticket prices are going to range from 159 dollars to 179 dollars a person um and then there's obviously there's one two three four there's five dates in november and there's one two and there's five dates in december so that they're going to be having these. Yeah, it's basically a, a themed after-hours event. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, I'll take us over to some things going on, starting with Magic Kingdom's return of Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, Yay! starting November 9th, going through the 22nd of December. If you're wondering what happens on the 23rd, 4th, and 5th of December, Christmas hasn't happened, but there are no Christmas parties. Sometimes the uh, 
offerings are happening during the day. Yeah. You get a daytime That's right. once upon a Christmas time parade. Anyway, as part of the party, we'll see the return of Mickey's most merriest celebration, the merriest. Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, Mickey's once upon a Christmas time parade. Attractions that will be open include, but are not limited to, Tron Light Cycle Run, which will be using a virtual queue during the event. Mm. And you're like, ugh, another virtual queue. I know. Just, just think about this, everyone. If you waited two, if they didn't, and you waited two to three hours online, you'd be yeah. mad that you got nothing else done. Yeah. So you get to have a time to come back and enjoy other things. Tickets for this event, just like the Hollywood Studios one, go on sale June 29th for guests with confirmed Disney Resort reservations. Or for all guests on July 6th. So those two dates are going to be pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Tickets are ranging from $159 to $199 a person. And um, something new this year, and this will be available during the regular park nights and during the party nights, is what they're calling the Frozen Holiday Surprise. And as they say, Mm -hmm. for the first time in forever, guests will be able to join Elsa, Anna, Olaf, Kristoff, and the Snogies in front of Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom for a brand new Frozen-inspired entertainment experience that will illuminate the castle in a whole new way, which is a really long way to say the Castle Dreamlights are not returning this year, which I think at this point... We can now assume that they'll never return. Still be cool. And now we all get to move on, everybody. Can this can twenty twenty three be the year that we just give up, Uh, please? Because Greg gave up a while ago. I don't know. We didn't give up on happily ever after, and look what happened. Well, yes, because I understand. Well, yeah, I don't know what happened with that. But what I'm what I'm asking is to do yourself a favor and to just change your expectation because you're going to be disappointed year after year. We also didn't give up on Ohana noodles, and look what happened. You know what I'm saying? The people have a voice. That didn't ruin my experience and when there weren't noodles there. Oh, it would have ruined mine. Um, in some of the other parks, we've got some things going on over at Animal Kingdom. The Mary Menagerie will be returning at Epcot. Mm. The Candlelight Processional, of course, it's an institution in the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be returning. Disney Springs will see its uh, Christmas tree stroll return and the snow coming down in the uh, town center area. And this year, Disney is saying that Santa Claus will appear in all four parks, Disney Springs, Ooh. and even a water park Wow! where you'll find him dressed in tropical holiday beachwear. I don't know and I think they haven't quite that. announced yet how to do that. So I'm guessing there's some yeah. type of event coming up. Um, but Santa Claus will be everywhere. He's not only is he traveling the world in one night, but he's also traveling Walt Disney World over the course of a, like five or six weeks yeah. to make sure you can see him during his season. Santa Claus. Let's go back in time for some Disney history. As always, brought to you by the Mouselets, who posted their plans for the next couple of months. And boy, is it jam-packed, including a trip to Disneyland Paris, by the way. Love They'll it. be there very briefly. But anyway, um, I'll take us back. Let's see, to the year 1995, the bronze statue of Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse, as we lovingly call the partner statue, Mm -hmm. was installed in Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. It is identical to the statue created by artist and sculptor Blaine Gibson, which was first installed at Disneyland back in November of 1993 to celebrate Mickey's birthday at that time. So it has a identical statue somewhere else but it's only been in our magic kingdom nice for what is that 20 it'll be 28 years yeah this week um i'm taking us back to 1998 so actually on june 19th of 1998 disney's 36th animated film mulan uh opened nationwide in the united states and canada and on that day they had uh the debut of mulan's 
Parade. So it was Disney's Mulan Parade. It premiered at Disney's MGM Studios in Florida. Um, You can find this parade on YouTube. I did find a video of it. Um, I found it on, it's like Disney Dave's page is the page that I found it on. And there are some very interesting floats in this parade. And there are some elements that I was like, they would not do that today. That would not be PC today. Um, And so you can go watch it to see what I'm talking about. But uh, it's basically like... I feel like now the parade music, there's a lot of like singing and words. And this parade music was basically all instrumental. It was very interesting because I was going to, okay. I was listening to it to be like, let's get a sound clip from it. And I'm like, it's literally just all instrumental. So <laughs> um, I don't know. Go check it out and see what you think on YouTube. But um, yeah, Disney's Mulan Parade. And I was right. also like, they don't do this anymore. You know, it's like a special parade for a movie that comes out. It's true. They like haven't done that. I mean, when's the last time they did that? You know what I mean? Ooh, I don't know. It's been but a, I feel it's like they minute. used to do that back in the 90s. Yeah, they had some Disney Plus stuff for Disney Plus Day over the years, but nothing like from something specific. I, yeah. I can't think of anything anyway. So, cool stuff. So, uh, just an announcement, class announcements, a little housekeeping. Mm-hmm. We're taking a little summer break, so you won't hear an episode on this channel for for about two weeks. Please bear with us. While We're we having just our hot girl it. summer. <laughs> a little time off. We got some some traveling and things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll still stay active on our Instagram. Um, you'll see a staycation in the mix somewhere in there. I will be at Fort Wilderness for Fourth of July. Which, by the way, it's if you don't remember, if you haven't been with us at the time, it's nuts there for Fourth of July. So I'm so excited to see the Pargo Parade, the uh, golf cart parade there, yeah. and to bring you some of the wild golf carts and decorations and stuff. So stay tuned. Of course, our Instagram account is at that Park Life Podcast. And I'm sure I'll be posting some stuff too on my personal account, which is at the Disney Greg. I'm at the real Beth McDonald. And uh, although you won't hear any shows uh, on this channel, we will still be putting out a little bit of content over uh, on our Patreon channel. I'll actually be debuting a little side project um, over on that channel. The channel that we normally use for our weekly bonus episodes that we lovingly call our Pat Chats. Pat being short for Patreon. Um, we also have created our Discord channel, so we get to hang out with everyone over there and chat. Mm-hmm. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes, and leave us a review. It just helps us become a little more visible in the world of Disney podcasts. You can head over to our website to do a couple of things, which includes, but is not limited to, requesting a magic gram or submitting a show topic. And, of course, that is thatparklifepodcast.com. We talked a little bit about it, or maybe a lot of bit about it, during today's episode. But we do have our Amazon storefront. And just a reminder on that, it is in no way an increase in charges for you. It's your same normal Amazon account that you have. You just click our affiliate link, and we can get a little something out of that. But you do um, have the ability to use your normal Amazon Prime account if you have Prime or whatever. Okay. A little quote for you today from the movie Frozen. And, you know, when you visit Walt Disney World in the summer, I hope you're able to do it with the people you love the most. Because as Olaf once said, some people are worth melting for. (laughs) With that, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks, everyone. Enjoy your your two weeks of summer. That's right. Summer solstice is coming up. Yes. All right, everyone. We'll see you later. (laughs) 